to be of good courage. My name is Ebony Kimber, a citizen of heaven, child of God, lover of the Lord, listener of the Holy Spirit, wife, mother, sister, daughter, and friend. Here at Be of Good Courage, we are pursuing the promise with faith and courage and receiving confirmation through His Word, allowing the Holy Spirit to guide and lead our lives every single day. Our foundation and base scripture is Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. to everyone that the following content will not and cannot take the place of a licensed professional therapy session and or psychiatric or clinical service. By accepting and listening to this podcast, you acknowledge you will not hold I Am Ebony Ministries, be of good courage, or anyone affiliated accountable for any legalities. Completing the activities and the readings are free of choice and completely optional. Hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast Be of Good Courage. My name is Ebony Kimber and I welcome you to yet another episode. This episode is titled Think on These Things Daily Posture Practice. This is going to be a series um, because there's just a lot of content and I don't want to hold you for too long. Today, we're just going to do a quick overview of exactly what is Think on These Things. What does daily posture practice look like? What are the base and foundation scriptures of exactly what it is that you should be doing as far as what the guidance comes from God's word? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for giving us guidance through your holy word. Thank you for giving divine revelation to your children to be able to impart it to others, to build and transform their lives in you for your holy kingdom so that you will get all the glory in each and every single one of our lives. Father God, I ask that you guide my mouth, my mind, my heart my body, my soul, in order to just be completely obedient and submissive to you and your Holy Spirit so that we can all grow in you and give you the glory in every single area of our lives. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I did want to mention none of this content um, can take the place of a licensed professional therapy session. I know that Um, I have background in counseling and social work and in therapy, but this cannot replace any counseling, therapy, or psychiatric or clinical services. And by listening and um, choosing to listen to this, you um, acknowledge that you will not hold I Am Ebony Ministries or anyone affiliated accountable for any legalities. Completing any of the activities and readings are free choice and completely optional. So let me give you the foundation scripture for think on these things. It's from Philippians chapter four, verse eight through nine. And that says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, 
whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I believe that is from the NIV version. There are a couple of other different versions that have some variations in wording, which it still can apply. You would just have to do your due diligence to look up those particular words in the varying um, scriptures. Many of them are still connected, but this is the, the scripture version that we are going to be using for the purposes of this daily posture practice. Um, I want you to reflect um, on these particular scriptures, and I am going to take the time to read them out loud so that you can hear them. Um, the first one um, is Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 1 through 24. It says, these are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, Israel, and be careful to obey, so that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant, then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Fear the Lord your God, serve him only, and take your oaths in his name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the peoples around you. For the Lord your God, who is among you, is a jealous God, and his anger will burn against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the land. Do not put the Lord your God to the test as you did at Massa. Be sure to keep the commands of the Lord your God and the stipulation, the decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight so that it may go well with you and you may go in and take over the good land the Lord promised an oath to your ancestors, thrusting out all your enemies before you. As the Lord said in the future, when your son asks you, what is the meaning of the stipulations, decrees and laws the Lord our God has commanded you? I tell him we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Before our eyes, the Lord sent signs and wonders, great and terrible, on Egypt and Pharaoh and his whole household. But he brought us out from there to bring us in and give us the land he promised on oath to our ancestors. The Lord commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear the Lord our God so that we might always prosper and be kept alive. 
as is the case today. And if we are careful to obey all this law before the Lord our God, as he has commanded us, that will be our righteousness. Oof, praise God. Such a good word. My God, I had to read the whole thing. You can't not read it. Um, praise God. And that still applies today, right? Think on these things as a decree. It's something that God is expecting for us to do. So this is a, a foundation. If you're asking the question of why should I do a daily posture practice? You know, um, that's your answer. It's because God has asked us to commit ourselves to his ways so that we can receive his blessings, right? And so that scripture is a reminder. <clears throat> then I want to read, excuse me, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7 through 11. The Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than other peoples. For you were the fewest of all peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. But those who hate him, he will repay to their face by destruction. He will not be slow to repay to their face those who hate him. Therefore, take care to follow the commands, decrees, and laws I give you today. Okay, so... The laws, the commands, the decrees that he has given us include think on these things. Okay. And so if you ever need um, an understanding of why you are doing this, go back to his word. His promises haven't changed. He wants us to remember the covenant that he made with those before us. And the covenant is always the same. The situation, the circumstances are different. But his promises, God is a God who does not change. He is the same today, tomorrow, yesterday, always. He is omnipotent, okay? And so his word stands. So you want to ask yourself the question in a reflection and maybe pause this to take time to journal this. I want you to ask yourself the question, does have either or both of these verses applied to my life any this week? And if not, in what way is God using these verses to speak to me right now? And take some time to journal that before you complete this episode, this episode so that you understand the foundational structure of what God is trying to tell you as you move forward to have a daily posture practice. Okay, so now we're going to move forward. I want you guys to think about a couple of things. Go back to my episode in season one, episode five called Triple A Attitudes, Actions and Activities. Um, if you remember or you may not, just a quick re recap, when you examine your triple A every day, your attitudes are a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. Your actions are the fact or process of doing something typically to achieve an aim and your activities are the condition in which things are happening or being done or the state of doing. The base scripture for the activities um, 
excuse me, for the AAA is Galatians chapter 6, verse 4 through 5. And this is the amplified version, okay? And it says, but each one must carefully scrutinize his own work, examining his actions, attitudes, and behavior, aka actions. Um, and then he can have the personal satisfaction and inner joy of doing something commendable without comparing himself to another. For every person will have to bear with patience his own burden of faults and shortcomings for which he alone is responsible. Okay, so all of this is about taking responsibility for your own actions um, in your own inner work that the Holy Spirit wants to do within you. Um, in the field of social work, in the field in clinical terms, um, there's a, a theory, school of theory called cognitive behavior therapy, and they have um, what is called a cognitive triangle. And what they do is for on the tri on each point of the triangle are three things: thoughts, feelings, behavior. And what they say is that you have a thought in your head that triggers a feeling and based off of that feeling and that thought then you show action or behavior as a result and it's like a triangle process it's a a chain reaction holy spirit gave me a little bit of a variation for that in a spiritual sense he showed me a circle what what i call a mind shift circle and i think it's a continuous thing a triangle is very very um i mean pointy it's very it's very straight to the point but it's a shift it's a constant circle so you have your thoughts your feelings your behavior and then you have your results so when you think about something in the holy spirit you are praying for answers right you're thinking about it you're like submitting your thoughts to god and then you have feelings which helps you to either build a relationship with christ or it causes you to separate from your relationship with Christ, okay? So you're either going to talk to him when you have feelings or you're going to go away from him when you have feelings. And then those things do influence your behavior and it circles around. So you either make a choice to worship when you feel unworthy based off of your feelings or you choose to worship other idols. It takes you in two different, completely different directions. And then you have a result, right? So then in order to come back, repenting and fasting comes around back to where God can transform your thoughts and you can continue around that cycle with the Holy Spirit, right? So these are, this is the process of building that cycle. That's what this is. Thinking on these things, your triple A's, this is you building a process. Chip Ingram says it in a different way. He says that you need to develop habits a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. You need to resist temptations, the desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. You need to change your thought patterns, a habit of thinking in a particular way using particular assumptions. And you need to shift your behaviors, which is the way in which one acts or conducts conducts oneself, excuse me, especially toward others. Um, and I feel that's similar to what self-control is right um and so he also talks about conforming to god's perspective so you see differently you think differently you believe differently right um ephesians chapter 4 verse 21 through 24 says when you heard about christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in jesus you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corrupted by its 
deceitful desires, your thoughts, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. And this is what our daily posture practice is about. And, and then in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, both of these are in NIV version. It says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. Okay, so we're going to dive into it. And um, I'm going to start off um, with I'm going to start you off small in this episode, because now you have the foundation, you have the foundation scriptures, you have the reason why you should be doing it. You have your reflection question of, you know, those foundation scriptures in Deuteronomy of what you can reflect on. And so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some ways to take the thoughts that you have. Um, based off scripture and and actually do some practical steps okay and we're going to start off with with true whatsoever is true um, I'm a big um, supporter of breaking things down okay um, I have like a chart I have some things and I have slides um, I'm going to figure out I may start an email um, sign up for you know people to gain these things and access to these things so if you have if you are interested in getting these things email me at I am ebony ministries it's I am ebony e-b-o-n-e ministries at gmail.com okay so the first thing we're going to do is um, I want you to think about common thoughts that you have about your life about God about situations and circumstances Like, what do you think about in those things, like toxic thoughts that you think about? Okay. And when you think about those things, we're going to start with just with true. And I want you to ask yourself the question, is this thought true? Okay. Is it true? And then when you, you're either going to answer yes or no, if it's true. Now let's think about, okay, your posture of, do you truly understand what true is? Okay. So let's go over that. The definition of true is in accordance with fact or reality is it accurate or exact is it not hidden is it unconcealed and is is it an actual occurrence is it a fact okay so let's give you scriptural scriptural reference ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 18 through 20 says i pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realm. So this particular scripture, I read that out of the NIV version, is Paul writing to the Ephesians and he's talking to those who have exhibited faith in the Lord and love for people and they're following God's commandments. So I want you to think about the thought that you have. Is it connected to heaven? Is it connected to Christ? Is it connected to the gospel? Um, In that scripture, it mentions being enlightened. The definition of enlightened is to give light. So does that thought give light? Does it shine? Does it illuminate? Does it bring to light? Does it render evident? Does it cause something to exist? And um, does it make things clear or does it cloud things up? Does it bring darkness? Is it evil? Um, 
ask the Holy Spirit if you're having trouble with that. Holy Spirit, is this bringing light? Um, and when we think about riches of his glorious inheritance, the eternal blessedness of the consum consummated kingdom of God, which is to be expected after the visible return of Christ. So is it connected to Jesus? Is it connected to heaven? What is true are those things of heaven. It is tied to our obedience to think on these heavenly things. Psalm 119, 18 says, Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of my law. We ask God, we ask the Holy Spirit, please open my eyes to if this thought is true. Colossians chapter 1 verse 5 says, The faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel. So your homework for this episode is to ask yourself the following questions. Does this thought align with this truth about Jesus? Is this thought aligning my heart to be enlightened? Is my heart enlightened? Do I know the hope to which he has called me based off of this thought? Am I operating in the inheritance as his holy people? Am I operating in incomparable power, in his mighty strength? You have to ask yourself these questions to determine if that thought is true. Okay, so that's your homework. I'm sorry that this episode is super long. I hope the other ones aren't this long, but I hope this is helpful for you in doing that transformation process to posture yourself to hear from the Lord. I have a newborn calling. You probably hear it in the background. So I'm going to let you go. I'm going to pray and let you go. Heavenly Father, thank you for this revelation. Thank you for giving us practical tools um, for us to be able to explore our thoughts so that we can truly give them over to you in your heavenly realm to be opened up to what you want us to see so we can move on to the next step, to the next realm, to the next space so that we can shed all evil thoughts, everything the enemy is trying to attack us with, that we are casting that away and opening ourselves up to your light and your holy and heavenly places, Father God. I pray for each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father God, that you will allow them to truly take time with you and be able to transform their mind, their thoughts, their heart, their soul, and give it over fully to you. If somebody is going to give their life to Christ, Father God, I pray that they do it right now, Lord, and they truly commit to your holy kingdom. We thank you and we give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope y'all have an amazingly blessed day. Until next time, bye.